a group of national symbols. But the national anthem is the most expressive one. It's the most, emo- the most emotional of all the national symbols because it is expressed by people. You can raise the flag, yes, but the anthem you have to sing it. And singing it involves a lot of other things because you're expressing your identity. But before we can dwell into the roles, let me also like to give you a little bit of a history of our national anthem. Because from there, I'll then dwell into the roles. I'm glad you're going there because that's where I wanted to go next. Because how did we end up with this anthem that we have? Yes, because it does help uh, people to understand where we are coming from and why we did what was done. And it gives you a context so that whatever decision or whatever you want to discuss, you also know where you are coming from. And as you know, South Africa coming from a divided past, which was apartheid. And during those times, there used to be two anthems. One which was official was the stem, which was utilized by the government. But the intention of the stem was not necessarily for all the masses of South Africa. And therefore the stem was sung in sporting events and uh, government official uh, functions. But the masses uh, of the population of South Africa were having an alternative anthem, which was called the Sigelela. And that anthem was sung in, in mass gatherings, in funerals, churches, and so on. And therefore, from the onset, you could see that the country was divided. It was not a one nation. There were two anthems that were operating at that particular time. And in 1994, as you know, it was a time of democracy. It was a time to build a new country. And during the inauguration of the first president, the two anthems were sung. And it, it went on for some time that the, the two anthems were operational. But there was a time that we needed to have one anthem and or the official anthem. And singing the two anthems was a little bit of cumbersome because they were too long, taking too long to finish. As you know, in some functions, anthems are also given a specific time. And therefore, the time, a public call was made to uh, have people submitting propositions for a new anthem of the Republic of South Africa. There were a lot of entries that were received, and among those entries, Kose Sigalela and Dikdem, who were also part of the world. And after long deliberations by the technical committees and a number of other committees that were involved in the selection of the anthem, it was said that both anthems need to be adopted as a national anthem. But that was also done through a commissioning professors, professional people in music to come in and work on the two anthems to make them into one. Mm. And the final product is that we have an anthem of which change the key somewhat. There's a, a particular term that they use for that. But we're not unique in, in the world with that. Another anthem of Italy also does the same thing, where you start in one key and finish in another. But the, the musicians who work on it made it so that it flows as it does. And therefore, those, that anthem was adopted and it's still using it. Right? That was adopted in 1997 and we're still using it right now. That is just the history. And I think that's important uh, going forward uh, to find out exactly what it is that people feel about the anthem right now and why there is right now this furore over our anthem. Why are certain parts of the population choosing to only sing and acknowledge certain parts of that anthem, which is, of course, cause for concern, I would think. But let me start with you, Ernst. What is? Uh, what do you make of this when Steve Hofmeyer goes out and he only sings the stem is that problematic in the current south african context 
Well, I think I think what uh, obviously I can't speak for Steve Hofmeyer, uh, but I think if I understand him correctly from what he said was that he wasn't it wasn't an issue of singing only one part of Inkosi Sikilele, which is the national anthem. Uh, the, the context is that the, the national anthem is a combination of different songs and he was singing the one song in totality. Um, so I, th I don't think it's an issue of singing only one part of the national anthem. It's rather an issue of singing this theme, which is a song, a song in its own. So you don't see anything problematic with that. You don't um, think that it would kind of stir up the sort of emotions and would receive the sort of reaction that we have seen from that. Well, I think he has a democratic right to to sing the song and any any or to sing this theme, and any person in South Africa has a democratic right. To sing it, uh, that's why we have freedom of speech, um, in a, and that's why we are a democracy. The only uh, so freedom of speech is a very wide concept, but there are certain limits, and the limit to freedom of speech is, of course, the moment it amounts to hate speech. And uh, there's various criteria that you have to look at to determine if something is hate speech or not. Um, one of them is is that you have to look at the lyrics of the song. And, and looking at the lyrics of, of the stem, it's a song about the beauty of South Africa and that this country is a country worth fighting for. Um, and I don't think that that can be construed as hate speech. So in that light, there's nothing wrong with singing this theme if, if any person feels that they want to sing this song. So you wouldn't have any problem if someone decided they will only sing the Nkosi Sigelela part of uh, the anthem and nothing else? The, the stem part of the anthem. No, Nkosi Sigelela. Oh. So if, if no, people no. now decide well, we only want to sing that part, no, we don't want to no, incorporate they have this a, the, they have a right to do so. Uh, that's why we are a democracy. I mean, obviously, uh, the part of the, the, I almost want to say, problem of a democracy is the fact that that people can have opposing views and some people will do things that makes you mad. Um, but if someone feels that they do not want to sing this theme uh, or they don't want to sing the Afrikaans part of, of the national anthem, they have a right to do so. But looking at where we are and who we are as a country, don't you think that we ought to find ways to, you know, get around issues that divide us? Like, for example, singing only certain parts consciously of the national anthem as opposed to singing the entire anthem. Mm. Well, well, it boils down to social cohesion. And when we speak of social cohesion, there are the, the soft issues and there's the hard issues. And, and, and the issues of, of uh, Nkosi Sikalele and the STEM are are soft issues. They are much harder, uh, more difficult issues that's dividing the country. Issues such as the way affirmative action is being implemented because it has an effect on people's lives every day. Um, certain government policies, minorities feel excluded because government is not responding to farm attacks and farm murders. Uh, that type of thing, those type of issues is more dividing to South Africa than the more soft issues. Uh, I think on the soft issues we should have tolerance. Uh, if someone feels they don't want to sing the Afrikaans part of Nkosi Sikalele, they have a right to do so, although many people or some people will feel angry about that. And if some people, others feel they want to sing this theme, they have a right to do so. Uh, I think that if we want to address <coughs> social cohesion and peaceful coexistence, we need to look at the harder issues that's really making South Africans angry. Let's speak to Mbuyiseni down in Cape Town. Mbuyiseni, uh, you've heard what Aaron's has to say, and uh, you as the EFF have called for the same to be removed from the anthem altogether. Why? Well, it's because the stem was claimed by the Africana and racially exclusionary state and as, a, as an anthem of precisely a, a, an imagination of an exclusionary nation. And it, of course, arises out of imageries of white supremacist project of conquest 
uh, that um, of, of triumph, uh, triumphing and conquering the South African native land and population. It's imagery and evocation of ox wagons um, uh, answering the calls from the distant uh, uh, cliffs and uh, far deserted plains and imagery that South Africa was some empty land that had to be taken. Um, we, we, we don't think that um, it's correct to, to, to have that as part of, uh, of the anthem because the purpose of the national anthem is national cohesion. And we think that Nkosi Sigelela, as composed by Inok Sondonga and later adapted by Mpahlele, is enough because it was a song that imagined a South Africa uh, uh, where, where all who live in it belong. But in singing this term, you force black people to imagine themselves out of belonging in this country because that's what this term does. It doesn't think of them as part of, uh, of, of South Africa. That's why it was adapted. That's why it was taken officially as part of the, 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 the apartheid state. And, and it commits people as Africaners to South Africa. So we don't think that uh, it should be part of the national anthem precisely for those reasons. But it is part of the national anthem right now. And what do you propose we do about this? Because are we going to now remove it and uh, risk alienating and further dividing an already uh, struggling nation, a nation that's struggling to become a cohesive unit? Or do we accept that this is what we have agreed on, as uh, Mr. Mabaso was explaining, and move on with it? Well, we think that there has to be a genuine dialogue because um, singing this term is the, is the worst zombification of black people, is the... F- you are asking them to mock themselves. And we think that the level of consciousness from 1994 and awareness of our coexistence has so improved that we can be able to reopen certain things that were compromises. Mabasa agrees it was a compromise to demonstrate to those that used to be clinged to it under apartheid that there's nothing, uh, we don't wish them away in this country. But there is a mistake in constantly wanting black people to sing that part. And therefore, our national cohesion must not be based on lies. It must not be based on falsehood. When you say black people must sing that song, and I think that they can appreciate this, the people who argue for this theme, you are asking them to constantly sing themselves out of belonging in the country, precisely because that's what this theme sings about. That's what it, its symbolic representation. National anthems have to do with the national symbolic representation of belonging. And to the extent to which this theme is there, is exclusionary. So we think that there must be a reopening of that dialogue about uh, a genuine uh, reco- reconciliation to the memory of Ngosi Sigelela and the memory of, of this term and say which one belongs where we propose that Ngosi Sigelela is adequate. This is not an argument against Africans as a language. Mm. Neither is it an argument against Africaners. Even if this term was in Zulu, we would oppose it because of the message. So it's not a question of language, it's the question of the message and its symbolic representation. We think Kosi Sigelela is enough and we think that it's, it's beautiful. It used to be sang by people of all races to cry for a South Africa where all belong, where the people who live in it belong in it. So that, that, that's really our case, Sakina.